0: my name is aram and welcome to god's fall before we get started this week we have an announcement the rise of the demigods kickstarter has been active for six days and we are already 135 percent funded we have hit our first stretch goal and are quickly rising to the next so now is a perfect time to reserve your copy of the next chapter of the god's fall story Rise takes place just before the breaking of the world, when the old gods sought to bolster their claim on Calgun by siring demigod offspring to rule it. Their divine children laid waste to whole continents in their name, and many mortals of the realms grew to despise them. were formed and armies marched upon their divine creators, slaughtering many of the demigods and threatening the rule of the gods themselves. As the people's faith waned, so did the gods' power. Desperate to halt this erosion, the gods called a council to deal with the demigod issue once and for all. It was decreed that each god was allowed to claim five demigod offspring. Those who are born unclaimed must prove their worth through training and trials in the divine halls and magical valleys of the Temple of Dea. Our first official Godsfall adventure, Spark of Divinity, is the first in a series designed for young demigods who are just discovering their powers in a world grown hostile to godly whims inquisitors from the temple of Udea scoured the land in search of the unclaimed children of gods who abandoned them and who have no knowledge of their birthright or those illegally sired by a pair of demigod parents the pdf version of the book will include full audio tracks with original music sound effects and voice acting talent from the chicago area so you can bring our production magic right to your gaming table We will also be launching a new God's Fall live stream of the same name, Rise of the Demigods. And you can get updates about that show by following us on Twitter at Demigodsfall. For those of you who missed out on the first Kickstarter, we will also be offering a second print run of the God's Fall world book and a discount if you pick up both books. So thank you all very much for your continued support of God's Fall. I cannot wait to show you all what we've been planning next. Anyway... Enough of that. Let's get back to the show. Last time, Haldir and Ariska fought the Risen God of Death and her undying orc lieutenant, Thralmok. <laughs> After the battle, Haldir returned to his quarters and focused his mind in an effort to connect with his new source of divine power. He heard many voices, all iterations of himself from different times and alternate realities. And then he heard another voice, that of a young girl.
1: My name is Michael. I play Zion Preeton, a 6th level human
2: sorcerer. My name's Steven and I play Torvik Wildtongue, a level 6 paladin dwarf.
3: My name Kelly, and I play Rena Falvel, a six-level wild elf ranger.
2: My
0: name is Doug, and I play Doro Not, the level six halfling rogue.
4: My name is Serena, and I play Caitlin Wainwright, a level six human rogue.
3: My name is Carlos, and I play Para Rivers, a six-level human cleric.
2: My name is Joe, and I play Lord Haldir Loran, the six-level high elf warlock. <laughs> Who's there? who's there who's there who's? There? who's, there?
4: who's there? Did, 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 did I imagine you?
0: You still can't see each other yet. your voices are in front of each other you're moving towards each other but you can't quite see each other yet.
2: Who are
4: you? Are you 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 Are you real?? Are you? I'm walking towards uh, the voice, and my, my footsteps um, are light. They don't make that um, reverbering, echoing sound. They are um, they make kind of like a, a softer sound as I walk further.
2: I'm standing still at this point. In front of
0: you, you can start to see something, and then all of a sudden, there's a girl. 13, 14, 15 years old, not quite sure humans... It's always difficult to age them. And she's just kind of walking towards you, wide-eyed, maybe a little scared. And you see in front of you this elven prince, regal, powerful, gorgeous, and just standing there with his hand outstretched and kind of a crackling green energy dancing between his fingers.
4: I see you. Are you lost?
2: As far as I'm aware, this is happening only within my own mind, right? Right, as far as you're concerned, so Somebody's yeah. somebody else, like another entity of some kind, is intruding on my brain space. This is my head. Oh. Are you lost?
4: Perhaps. Um, well, I've been searching. I've been, I've been... Looking around and, and I found this space and I'm not sure where I am, so so maybe, maybe I'm lost.
3: Just imagine like him like looking around a dark room, beanbag chair that's almost like empty. <laughs> 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 Caps blue ribbon on the floor. Whatever. <laughs> There's just a black wall and a poster that's also black,
1: black on the black wall.
3: Yeah. And a black light on that poster right. that's black.
4: <laughs> yeah, who are you? Oh, I can't tell you my name. I'm, I'm, I'm not allowed to do that. But I'm in your mind, so who are you?
2: If you tell me my name.
4: I'll tell you your if name? You, if, yeah. if you I'll tell, tell you your name. If you tell me yes. your
2: name. Wait, 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 wait. let's start over. <laughs> if you tell me your name, I'll tell you mine.
4: Caitlin looks at him. She's in the dream space, so she feels a little more uh, confident. Okay, yes. Uh, we'll count to three. Yes. One. Two. Three. I'll Caitlin. Dear. Oh, nice to meet you, Hal dear.
2: Yes, it is.
3: <laughs> you, hold on. You could hear like the the cello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just like fades. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <yes>. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
2: next question mm-hmm. is probably the more important. How?
4: We, how what?
2: You are in my mind.
4: I'm in all minds.
0: Caitlin tends to be accidentally <laughs> terrifying all the time.
2: Then perhaps the question of who are you was the wrong one. What are you?
4: Same as you, I think. I think we're connected. I think we're all connected.
2: And what do you think I am?
4: A godling.
2: I'm not going to tell her otherwise.
0: If someone asks you if you're a godling, you (laughs) You say say
2: yes. (laughs) Who else are you connected to?
4: I told you, everyone. I'm connected everywhere and and nowhere and in between, and the spaces under and above and below, and... Why is your mind so dark? There's nothing in here.
2: Is this not how all minds are?
4: No. No. Minds are different. Minds have... Their own rhythm. Some have music. Some are plain, but but not not this, not nothing.
2: I had a rough childhood.
4: Oh <laughs> I don't say that no.
0: <laughs> it's honest.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who who are you connected to?
2: Why do you ask that?
4: Well you asked it of me.
2: You told me you were connected. You said you were connected to, to all of us.
4: But someone is connected to you.
2: Yes. There is one other godling that I have ever met, and I greatly desire to meet more. Have you met others?
4: Others like us? Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to, to help. To help us um, survive, and to... well, to, to stop it. Do you want to help?
2: I would like nothing more... Then to help.
4: Okay, that, that's that's wonderful, um, I, I don't know where you are.
2: I don't know where you are.
4: I'm everywhere.
2: You do not have a, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't understand. Do you have a body?
4: Kind, yes.
2: Where is... that?
4: I'm on a ship.
2: I am also on a ship. Where are you headed? To a place.
4: She just, like, looks at you and just nods. We just left a place called... Capania. If you wanted to meet us there, or... towards there... I'm not sure. They don't share a lot with me.
2: I would like to meet you there, but I have to check with my friends first. I'm I'm sorry. I, I sure I'm sure you understand. You, you said you have friends yourself.
4: Yes, I have to check with my friends too. I I, I maybe I told you t- too much.
2: <laughs> I'm glad that you told me. Can we speak again?
4: Yes, I'd like that. Tomorrow. I'll I'll try. I kind of, I got sucked in, but if you do exactly what you did today, tomorrow, I can, I can try.
2: Before you leave, tell me, have you found any others?
4: They're all around us, and I leave.
0: All right, so it shatters all around you, and you're ripped from it, and boom, you simply appear about like three feet above uh, Steelbeard's deck, and then fall to the ground and smack into the deck
4: oh she can't teleport is my physical body there
0: this is different okay yeah yes your physical body went through the went through the dream space and appeared on on steelbeard's deck
4: whoa uh is anybody around me am i by myself
0: Uh, who would be on the deck in the evening you would be right Yep, you see Caitlyn up here and fall three feet and slam into the uh, deck.
3: She slams into the deck? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, bam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right, all right yeah. well, it's like a, like a run, 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 slide next to her and be like, are,
4: are you me. okay? What? Where? Yes? It's the ship. I'm not supposed to be here.
3: Where are you supposed to be?
4: Touch my hand. Uh, I'm not going to take you anywhere.
3: Okay. <laughs> Just straight hand. Okay,
4: I'm really here. Mm-hmm. Really here. Why am I here? Why am I here?
3: Where where were you before?
4: I, I saw Cyrena. I, I was with Cyrena on her ship. I was just sleeping and Doro oh Doro's gonna be so worried. Doro's gonna be so worried about me. Oh oh goodness. It's um okay. don't, don't don't
3: panic, it's yeah, all right. Okay. You have
4: ways to talk to him, it's all right. Yeah, uh, I I met I met a man. What? No. <laughs> Tilted. <laughs> Young lady. <laughs> there, there was a person in, in the, the black, in the dark, and he was there, and he didn't know why, and maybe he can... Where's, where's Zion? Zion? Uh, I think he's asleep. He should hear this as well.
0: So you guys go run down to their room, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> bam, 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 bam. <laughs> yeah. Alright. You hate... Being woken up at night. It is the (laughs) worst for you. You wake up groggy and exhausted.
4: Um, Zion. 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 Para puts
3: a pillow over uh, his head and he's like, elbowing. Zion, do you not know your name?
4: (laughs) 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 Caitlin! You're back. Where's Doro? D- Doro didn't m- make me here. Uh, what? He's he's on Sirena's ship.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, just I'm, I'm beyond asking how <laughs> at this point. But, um, okay, so Doro is on Sirena's, Sirena's ship. ship. She's
4: looking for gauntlets.
1: Okay, we knew she about She has this. a ring. Okay. Let me look at the map. Let me look at the map. <laughs> so, the last we saw... In the visions, okay. So the gauntlets would be here in Wessel. So you think you were near here? Yes. Okay. Steelbeard.
0: Sorry, (laughs) I was I was napping. My my (laughs) apology.
1: Set a course for here. I pull up the map and show it to his face.
0: I can do that. And. Kind of furrows his brow, and you feel the wind shift, and the sails kind of grow. And he he just expands a little larger, and the sails get a little taller and larger, and the speed picks up, and he's heading due west.
1: All right, but do try to avoid this area here. And I point to like the circle around Ani. I don't want to run into the Kadarian blockade.
0: I can do that.
1: Okay, so what happened?
4: I, I showed her. I showed her what. Um... Doro and Perrin, I saw, and there, there's a, a king, the 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 one that invents that has two um, inside of him. Uh, made, he's the uh, bad Thorak, stone burner. Oh
1: God, the king of Galhadir? Yes, he's the double god. He's the consumer. Oh God.
4: <laughs> she just like looks at you, <laughs>
1: wide eyed. <laughs> You just scared the fuck out of me.
4: Okay. <laughs> Consumer. I <laughs> means. Uh, and and I shouldn't be here. My body's here. My mind was only supposed to go, but I'm I'm here. I was in a black dark void. The man, you said you met a man. Yes. Yes. I, I met a a man. What kind of man? He was tall and um, adorned with a fur, very nice to me. He was a high elf. He didn't know what the, the dark place was, and he told me to meet him again, and that he could maybe help us. And I believe him. Did you get his name? Haldir. He said he was connected to others. But but that's all I know. He, He had to speak with the others in order to know if he can help us, so maybe he won't.
1: Was he a godling?
4: I think so. I'm not sure. He reached out and found me, so perhaps.
1: We could use all the help we can get, certainly. Well, I would say yes, speak to him again when next you can. <laughs> Stupid me.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all of us are sitting here, like shaking our heads. Yeah. Oh, no! a strange man. The
0: audience is going to be screaming because she just barely got out of there, and they're all thank God. And then Zion's be like, yeah, go right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go talk to him again. Sounds great. Do you great. want
3: help? I can help you get back
1: there. Well, strangely enough, your, your tale here has, has put my mind somewhat at ease. Doro's still fine, and Sirena's still fine, and we know how to find them, so yeah. we're headed there. Now, out of character, remind me, when you went to the time and fate thing,
3: when was that? That was right before they left.
0: Right.
1: Do I know about that or no? No.
0: No. I don't know anything about a, that yet. He, no, he hasn't mentioned it. Would you have told Zion about meeting the gods of time and fate? Well, meeting the, the god of fate at least.
4: Uh, sort of. Gotcha. So, she she does, uh, so, Doro and I, we we formed a bridge inside the dream world.
1: I didn't know that was possible.
4: I didn't either. And we ended up at this place, uh, this beautiful cathedral, and there was a woman there, and the god of fate, and she had found a way to figure out what happens beyond the Great Death.
1: Wow. And she seemed friendly or hostile?
4: Friendly. She helped us. She helped us find Sirena. She put us on the ship.
1: Well, that's good. Maybe, maybe she'll be an ally.
4: I hope so. She tells Zion most of her experience, but she absolutely leaves out the vision she saw with, um... Kadaria and and the, um, the inventions that haven't existed yet.
1: So, you said you tell most of... Does that mean you also tell about... I, I, I'm not putting ideas in your head so yeah. you do your no, thing. Yeah. But uh, do you mention that she had a bob haircut and that she was God of Time?
4: Yes, yes. Um, sh- and I explain that um, she was split.
1: We've run into this God of Time before. We saw a vision of her at Orm's Temple before you joined us. And she was atop the Union. You also weren't there for it. But uh, she, uh, she was atop the Union, I don't know, a hundred years ago or so, before the gods' war, holding this... Uh, Poop. This, uh, um, I don't know. It was glowing with energy. Yeah. It was like a big ring.
4: That's what she had. She had that big ring.
1: She still has it?
4: It's hers.
1: Okay. Well, she was with three other people. Were there three other people there? No. Um,
3: while they're having this conversation, <laughs> yeah. it's like right outside the door. <laughs> right. right. Like, all that stuff's happening. Maybe take it back, uh, maybe take it back a couple, uh, minutes, yeah. but like, uh, uh, Para just, like, take, takes the pillow off his head, grabs his blanket and the pillow under his arm, and uh, starts to, like, uh, walk out the door, like, a little bit past Zion. And Zion's like, um, like, where are you going? <laughs> and is just, like, under his breath, just, like, making my own bridge to the dream world. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's my blanket. <laughs> this is like dragging on the floor.
3: <laughs>
1: we had another vision of her. We saw her again in in uh, at Aunt Rosia's brothel. Um and I'm That's not it was a place in uh, Brennis, But um it was near where we fi- where I saw you as I'm sorry, but you know I'm a captive of the Kadarians.
4: And her eyes like kind of glint like she hasn't thought about that in a while.
1: I don't know what she was doing there, or why she was there, but she seemed to have been tracking us for some reason, but never ever actually spoke to us.
4: She's trying to find the ones that make it through. Make it through the, the barrier. The, ba- the barrier beyond the Great Death. The, the world's going to end, Zion.
0: You uh so let's say that uh Caitlin, what would you be doing uh on the ship?
4: Um at
0: night. Like let's say it's about eleven PM.
4: Eleven PM at night. I yeah. would be um settling down because um Albears, are they nocturnal or day or I would
0: assume because they're owlbears, they are nocturnal, yeah.
4: And um do they? Ch- okay, so uh, I think I would just be feeding the Albears. It's weird. So roam around. Yeah, I
0: mean, like, <laughs> in, like be- between you and Rena being, you know, good watchers of the Albears and yeah. the rest of the team being kind of okay watchers. And then even Oinkers will pitch in once in a while. Like if the Albears get rowdy, Oinkers will just turn into a larger Albear and kind of settle them and down and, like a- Mama Albear, right? Oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Be- so between all of them, you kind of got them under control. So sure, it's a ship, they just kind of wander around.
4: Okay, great. Yeah, so I <laughs> only me would ask those questions. It's perfect. Do they have though. a pen? Right. Are they in a pen? <laughs> uh, have we named their water bowls? It's yeah, very important. It's very important. Um, yeah, so I would be uh, just, yeah, feeding them and hanging out with them. Okay, so
0: let's say that they've gone up to the deck of the ship. And Steelbeard is able to basically transform any part of of himself. And one thing he can do that you haven't seen before that, honestly, he just figured out is that he can forge his vines into a shape that's roughly humanoid and roughly elvish. And then that can like walk around the ship and perform tasks. Right. So as you bring the owlbears up, Steelbeard's like, Caitlin, good evening.
4: Hi, Steelbeard. Hello,
0: hello, little owl bears. Are they hungry?
4: They're starving. They're they're doing the the the, the chirping thing that ah, they do when they're really hungry.
0: Just like birds. One moment, I have an idea, and you see these vines come out from the deck and down from the sails and form this vaguely humanoid thing, and it. Salutes Steelbeard, turns, walks over to the railing, and takes some of the sail and casts it into the water as a net, and holds it as Steelbeard is going on, and then pulls back up onto the deck a whole thing of fish. It just splashes down, and there's like a dozen fish in there, and the owl, and the Alberts don't. I mean. They're they're good. They're not well trained, though. So the second they see fish, they just dive on them, and they're just shredding them. Perfect. (laughs) Excellent.
4: Thank you. Wow. You
0: are welcome, my friend. We're going to cut to you real quick. It's 11 11 p.m., we said, right? And you have not been able to sleep. You know, the thoughts of your mom have really been bothering you. They've always been there, but it's been building and building. The longer you've gone without any contact with your family, you've worried more and more about her. So what are you going to do?
1: Well, I don't want to wake up Para. He's sleeping, and he's not a good night person. Once he's out, he's out. So um, I uh, sort of fold the sheets away and uh, step out of bed because I can't sleep right now. And uh, I decide to walk up and at least look at the stars, I guess. The same stars that my family would see. Excellent.
0: So you walk out of your room, quietly close the door so you don't wake up, Para, walk out onto the deck, and immediately step into a pile of entrails.
1: Ah, God!
4: What is this? Hi, Zion.
1: <laughs> Hi, Caitlin. What are you doing?
4: Oh, I'm just feeding the owlbears. Oh,
1: oh, that's good. Just in
0: blood and just bones are snapping and claws are rending flesh in this ball of like blood and fur on the deck right now.
4: And Caitlin is just kind of scooting the fish that happened to like flop her way towards them just unfazed by their just rending of that.
1: Zion is secretly very glad that other people have taken this upon themselves to care about, because... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I am
0: not, here to, not here to be a pet sitter. I'm not here
1: to be a pet sitter. I'm not here to mess with fish offal. Right. So,
0: Being you know, a god should remove such yes. petty tasks <laughs> from my life. I
4: can't wait
1: till I don't have to eat anymore, right? You know, so...
4: You, you look... Where are you awake?
1: I... I couldn't sleep. I, I've been... I'm sorry. I don't even need to mean to unload all this onto you. I just uh, You can
4: tell me. You don't you don't have to, to to keep it in.
1: Well, I guess I mean, we've gone through about the same thing, but I just I I, I miss my mom. That's all. Oh. I was thinking about her. I mean, you didn't I don't know if you, you She was at the PTA. Right. Sure.
4: I I remember her. Um hey. I have an idea. What? Um, and Caitlin grabs his hand and uh, takes him to the treehouse.
0: You take his hand, and you're just kind of beaming us, you know, like, I got this, right? Yeah, I know what to do. You both fall sideways, and instead of hitting the deck, you pass through the deck and then spin back up until you're standing upside down, but suddenly realize Uh you're actually right side up.
1: (laughs) What? What is this?
0: And you're in a treehouse, and it's in the middle of the ocean. The waves are quietly lapping by. The moon is high in the sky above you. There's a little braided rug underneath, and Caitlyn's done all these watercolor paintings that are just pasted all over the wall inside.
1: This is what Rena was talking about.
4: Yeah, I, I made it. I made it for, for me and, and for everybody else. Um it's, it's a it's a safe place and and we can train together or or if if you wanted to see see her you you can Really? If you wanted only if you wanted
1: I mean so it's like a dream, right?
4: Yeah. Okay.
1: That, that will, I I don't know how to thank you. But yes, I'd I'd, I'd like to see her.
4: Okay. Um so Caitlin kind of looks at Zion, and she can identify w- with what he's feeling, that what the weight that he's carrying, and she uh, looks out the the window of the treehouse, and it's like the vastness of the ocean, and she sighs and uh, starts creating. <laughs>
0: As soon as you do that, the wall of the treehouse vanishes, the one right across from the open doorway to the ocean, right? It just vanishes. And then beyond it is simply everything you're creating that starts filling in step by step. So what are you creating?
4: I'm creating Kadar.
0: this vast rolling bluegrass plains and they kind of rise right towards the ocean in this stout stone city surrounded by large walls and this huge ramp that travels the length of the entire city to a castle with again thick, simple stone walls that rises high above the entire city and these long, long docks also made of stone that extend out into their into their port. Uh, Qadarian architecture is Uh, very purposeful. There's no frilly things or wrought iron decorations or statues or embellishments. It's just purposeful, well-built stonework. And you guys appear in the grassy field just outside the city.
1: This is amazing.
4: Yeah. It's weird being here. I didn't know I missed it. Where would you like to go? Home describe home.
1: We had gardens, and they were just... well, it was well-built, it was nice, it was filled with green. I remember so much green. My mother would always be watering the plants, and she'd call me in for dinner. And in the end, it was nice when my father was out working, hopefully some in some other town. My brothers had graduated and gone on to the military, Only my brother Fosia was around, and we would train, and he was nice to me until he had to chase me. But I don't want to think about that. I just want to think about my mother and when she would call me to dinner.
4: So, as uh, Caitlin takes all of this in, uh, I imagine them walking as they're speaking, and the grass getting a little greener and flowers blooming um, a little bit around them, leading them to the home that he described
0: a pathway starts forming beneath their feet that kind of thing yeah yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely and then fountains just kind of bubble up and form all around you and then eventually you simply just are in a garden
1: yes it's my house wow i can't believe we're here
0: (laughs) and then you hear a bell it's the same bell your mother always rung for dinner this little wind chime she had out by her deck. She would just kind of lean out and just shake it a bit. And that's how you knew it was time to eat
1: okay well i run run over that in that direction,
0: and your mom is there, and she's standing in a Kadarian wool overcoat. It's a little chilly, but she just kind of wrapped it around her because she just got out of bed. Your mother loved to sleep in on weekends. It was the one little luxury she allowed herself, and she has breakfast uh laid out, and she's smiling and her hair is kind of being blown in in the wind. She usually again keeps it up and very, very straight, but it's her morning. And uh, she's like, come, come,
1: hurry in. Perhaps inappropriately in the situation, I burst out into tears. Mom!
0: Well, <laughs> no, it's not the first time your mom's seen you cry, so. Like, I love
1: you so much.
0: Come here, my I dear.
1: i you so much. My dear,
0: you were just outside in the garden. <laughs> Listen, I will always be here. I will always be here. I will never, ever leave you, my child. <laughs> and I she wish hugs that you true. come now come I inside
2: wish that true.
0: you're going to be just fine and then as she says that her face glitches and it's like there's like a weird like if they understood what technology looks like there's this weird like like kind of like there's a glitch in the matrix and it glitches again and her voice kind of drops and she starts repeating the same words over and over and you're feeling this incredible amount of static crackling all around you. And then suddenly it's like your mom stepped through herself. She grabs you by the side <laughs> of the face. She's like, Zion, you must listen to me. You are in incredible danger. A force has been sent against you, and you must not let them and, then, and the whole what? thing starts to crackle and fall apart ar- around you. I Caitlin, To roll a wisdom save. Sixteen. You are barely holding on to this reality.
4: <sighs> What's happening? I don't know. Something, something, something c- came in someone someone's trying to reach you that's not me
1: there can't be another god of dreams what is this they're hunting you who?
0: roll again
4: 7 or 8 9
0: you all are blasted out of this dream and thrown against the walls of the sh- of the ship and you both take 4 points of psychic damage.
4: Uh, what was that? What? I I don't I don't know. Was it Who did it look like? Who That who, was my mother. Was it your mom? Maybe it was your mom.
1: I know that she had some magic, something that she was hiding from my father. I know that she was part of some strange group, but I don't know anything other than that. Yeah
4: other than you're, you're in danger. I'm sorry
1: I didn't know that no. would happen. I thought it was just going to be a wish fulfillment, you know. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I I did too and 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 I felt I felt myself holding you and and I felt I felt that and then and then something shot through. So
1: did you hear anything else?
4: It just sounded like fuzzy like um it's hard to explain. Um, like, I saw the clear picture, and then just fuzzy.
3: Well,
1: thank you for that. And maybe we'll try again tomorrow.
4: Okay.
0: That vine creature that Steelbird had created earlier is now kind of like over to you guys, and he's brought over two little leaf blankets that he kind of wraps around your shoulders, and he kind of like, like it's hard, the thing can't really explain, express emotion, it's just a pile of vines, yeah. but it still kinda looks concerned and then walks off.
4: How about um, how about you go to bed now? Yeah. I'm gonna can I, I walk you to your room? I, I wanna make sure you get a good sleep.
1: Okay. Let's be quiet though. Don't wanna wake up, Para. Okay. So we walk over to my room and I lay next to Para. Can you put me under?
4: hmm And so I, I gently um place my hands on his head and I wanna make sure that he has Good and peaceful dreams
0: Thank you for joining us for episode 80 hope is a waking dream For my DMs, notes on this episode, behind-the-scenes videos, and a ton of other bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash vardian. Rise of the Demigods has passed our first two stretch goals, which means all Kickstarter backers will receive a print-ready bonus map pack, with and without grids, along with PNG files that are perfect for use with Roll20. You'll also get bonus downloads of every single one of our original characters drawn by the amazing Ben Sagas. God's Fall is recorded in Washington, D.C. and produced in the city of Chicago. Writing and editing was done by myself, Aram Vartian. We'll see you next time in the World of the Five Kingdoms.